0: People of the world, she's Casey. And she's Monsi, and this This is is our podcast. podcast. Our first topic is on ancient Athenian democracy. I don't know about you, Monty, but I'm really excited for this topic. Hey Monsi, what is ancient Athenian democracy and who could vote?
1: Well, ancient Athenian democracy is a type of democracy that was a time period where only men could vote for a ruler. All men in Athens who are citizens could vote. But Casey,
0: how did it work and what are some problems with it? Well, Monty, every man in ancient Athens voted and someone counted up all of the votes. And whoever had the most votes won and became the ruler. Only men who were citizens could vote. They voted by writing the name of the person they wanted to vote for on a rock and handed it in to the person who was counting up the votes. Well, one problem with it was, what if there was ever a tie? Who could break that tie? Only 10% of the people in ancient Athens were allowed to vote. That's only 30,000 people, and in ancient Athens, there were 300,000 people. So there were not a lot of people voting.
1: Wow, imagine if that actually happened in the U.S. today. Yeah, I know, right? Well, our next topic is about why? democracy in the early
0: United States. But Casey, what democracy in the early United States' life? Well, Monty, Democracy in the early United States was where citizens voted on people who were running for president and majority ruled. So whoever had the most votes won and became their president. In 1790, only white men who owned property were citizens in the US and they were the only ones who could vote. In 1790, about 6% of that population could vote. That did not include enslaved people, non-white people, people without property, and women do not have the right to vote. So, Monsi, how did it work, and what were some problems
1: with it? The of government in the early U.S. was a representative democracy. In a representative democracy, every citizen votes for a representative, who then votes for all the issues. Majority rules, only 6% of the population could vote, which was bad. It was a new country and did not have a lot of people, and 6% was that was equal to very little people who were voting. We the people of the United States, in order to form a perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for a common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and posterity, to ordain and establish this constitution of the United States
0: of America. Wow, there were a lot of big hard vocabulary in there. What do they mean, Monty? Well, Justice equals
1: fair treatment. Ensure equals secure. Tranquility equals peace. Welfare equals happiness. Liberty equals freedom. Posterity equals peace to generations. Ordain equals declared, Constitution equals the system of America.
0: Our next topic we'll be talking about is democracy and activism. Monsi, how did democracy enable activism in ancient
1: Athens? The play again represents activism in Athens because he wanted to do something for her brother, but the king would not allow it, and she did it anyway. She was skilled for that activism. Casey,
0: how does democracy enable activism in the U.S. today? Well, Muncie, democracy enables activism in the U.S. today is when people take a stand against something they don't like about something, or when people protest against something that they believe in, and protests still go on today. For example, in 2016, there was a protest against a construction site group, and that protest just got solved only a couple of months ago on March 25th. Another example of democracy enabling activism in the United States today, in the 60s, there were a lot of segregation protests, and a lot of famous people today were a part of it, like Rosa Parks. She did not want to give up her seat just because of the color of her skin. She thought that she was there first and she shouldn't be moved to the back of the bus just because of her skin color. Hey, Monsi, what did we learn about ancient Athenian democracy and its influences on democracy in the United States?
1: Well, we learned that ancient Athenian democracy and United States democracy are very similar because in East democracy, only men can vote. The one thing that's different about them is that in Athenian democracy, all men can vote. But in the U- US, only white men with property can vote. Another difference between the two is that US democracy is a representative democracy, and an Athenian democracy is not representative. In ancient Athens, you could become a citizen if your parents were both Athenians. Only white men can be considered citizens.
0: In the United States, if your own property, you are a citizen. Quick recap we learned that in 1790, only white men with property were allowed to vote. We also learned that in ancient Athens, you had to be a citizen to vote. We learned that you can stand up for what you believe in, just like Antigone. We learned that protests can and most of the time will go on for years. Finally, stand up for what you believe in and believe in what you stand up for. We also learned That Rosa Parks was and is a really big part of history because she fought and stood up for what she believed in. And now black and white people live in the same part of town and are friends, not enemies. But now it's time for a trivia question. question. What percentage of the people in the early US could vote? What did you learn?